0: Hello and welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings toward our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Hi, I am Chicky, and today we're going to be covering John's sixth chapter in A Storm of Swords. I am joined today
1: by Devin.
2: Hey, this is Devin GD Harpo on Twitter.
1: And Kama. Hi, uh, I'm Common. Common. I am Common. I'm Kama. <laughs> and you can find me at Blue Sky uh, Kama Splice on Blue Sky. <laughs> and I am Chicky. You can find
0: me at Chicky on uh Blue Sky as well.
1: Uh, okay, so today we're
0: jumping in with John as he is on the run from um the free folk chasing him which is uh steers band and he's he's pushing his horse his poor horse to its limits um as he's he's riding hard for Molestown and he seems relieved to see it. It's funny how he describes it, how it's just like this crappy little hole in the wall of a town. And he says, he says something interesting about the brothel that it's like the size of just a, like a little shed. And I was like, how can that be? Like, is it one tiny room inside? I is don't even understand. One room? <laughs> I mean, like, is that what you want I with your brothel? Oh, I like, wow. Yeah. Like frontier <laughs> time, optimal. right? Frontier time, just one open room of a brothel, I guess. Uh, People are really exhibitionist around Millstown,
2: Um, which is
0: funny (laughs) because you'd think they'd be trying to be more secretive about it, but no. Um, So anyway, John gets there and he's warning the people um, to head for Castle Black. He says an attack is coming and that they need to get themselves to safety. And then he's off to Castle Black and as he approaches, he's just seeing nothing but how weak it looks. Um, you know, he's like talking about there's weeds growing, growing like between the, the cobblestones and like, you know, there are no fires. He doesn't see anyone on watch. He doesn't see anybody on top of the wall. Um, and he actually goes to the smithy just because it's the only place that looks like there's any, any inhabitation at all. Um, and finds Donald Noy. Um, and it's funny because There is kind of this pause of a moment where he's like actually just like happy to be back at Castle Black and he has to like smile despite the fact that he's like injured and exhausted and everything's a nightmare. It's kind of a a like, you know, non-triumphant, triumphant moment. Um, and Donald Noy greets him and, uh, he finds out that the Night's Watch is aware that he had been with Mansa's group. He was spotted. I forget the name of the guy who saw him. Um, but he, he was seen. And so he, he has to explain that he had not in fact defected to the free folk, which is obviously sort of a, a preview of some of the battles he's going to have to come. Um is he lucky that's that he saw details, Donald Noy first?
2: I yes, yeah, I think so. Because somebody else uh, oh oh goodness, just might have killed him on sight. That's or what
0: not, I was or thinking. not even
2: or not even giving him the chance to explain anything, just wouldn't hear it.
1: Just, yeah. We've
2: yeah. been told you turned, that's it. So
1: shoot first, ask questions later.
2: Ask questions later, yeah.
0: Kind of, yeah. Yeah, so this is to me a, a fortunate <laughs> a fortunate moment that he, he he runs into Donald Noy first, who um listens to him when he says that he was acting on Corrin half orders. Doesn't question him at all about it, in fact. Well, he has this he was shot by a wildling arrow, which Donald Noy makes note of, so maybe that maybe that helps his case. I don't know. Um So he's getting kind of an update on what's going on and uh, the Bowen Marsh is now like in charge. He's just the interim commander, though, because obviously that uh, decision of who's going to be the new Lord Commander is to come later. Um, And Donald Noy takes him to Amen to get his wound seen to as as they're kind of um, exchanging information on. The state of things. So, okay, I have to ask, like, they're taking him to Amon to get him healed up. And this is, like, not the first time that we see Amon doing healing. But, I mean, like, I'm a little surprised that Amon is himself, like, doing hands-on healing stuff. Like, where he, like, seals up John's wound
2: with the knight. Yeah. Hey, see. And it says yeah. Claudius guides his hands. But how much does Claudius really fucking know? Yeah. And I mean, how do you know what to give them? Like, John says he hasn't lost his wits. And I'm like, that just seems a bit too far given this world. I don't know.
1: Like, the other thing. I mean, granted, they are definitely a skeleton crew at this point. But, like, I would assume you would have had a couple of guys. Maybe not maesters, but you'd have a couple of guys who'd be skilled in this kind of thing. Just because of the nature of their work. I mean, it's not like the watch is an office building. These are guys who are out there right. getting hurt every damn day, whether it's training or doing labor or going to fight. You you don't just have the one doctor when it's that many, even even when they're not at their fullest. You'd have a couple of people, I think, especially when your maester is function is blind. I mean, it just it's doesn't blind, make sense,
2: right?
0: Yeah, well, and, like, I get the vibe that it's not like Eamon went blind last week. I mean, this has been a situation clearly for years and years. Like so you'd years, think he would have yeah, been training yeah. Clytus to do this stuff. Like, I could understand him directing Clytus, like, telling him what to do. Well, but, like, I don't going like, out, You know,
1: the wound is crusting over right. here. It's doing this. And he'd be like, well, <laughs> is it doing that? Okay, then let's, you know, like, some sort of, like, a partnership type deal. But, Yeah
2: but it's, he's leading the whole thing and Claudius is just kind of guiding his hands and I'm like wow. Yeah,
0: Devin, Devin, can you imagine this? You're just like blind and you <laughs> 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 Anyway, yeah, I I don't know how that's working, but this is one of those where I'm like I don't think George thought this all the way through, through, but yeah. What what are we going to do? So, um they're, they're giving him milk of the poppy and he's, he's giving John milk of the poppy and he's kind of like slowly losing uh, consciousness as they're still talking everything through and he's still telling them like things about what's happened. And at the end, I love this, that he, he for no, with no prompting whatsoever, tells them that he slept with a grit. <laughs> that he broke his vows. <laughs>
1: Johnny hey, won't like, have to tell he, them this.
2: He doesn't have to do it, but it's just is killing.
1: him. <laughs> yeah. Such a, he's such a kid. It's great.
0: Yeah, it really is. It really is. So as he's as he's as he's confessing things, he kind of slips into not complete unconsciousness, unfortunately, because he still can feel all the terrible pain of them sealing this wound up with a hot knife, which sounds like hell on earth. Um, and then, uh, when he finally kind of comes back to himself, um, Pip is with him, which makes him very happy. And Gren, uh, Gren, is there too. And they kind of walk him through everything that happened at the fist of the first men. And then at Craster's and John wants to know what happened to Sam. And this is like the first of sad moments. And he's like, where's Sam? And they're telling him that they had to leave Sam because as we saw in Sam's chapter, Sam basically had a psychotic break <laughs> and just, just, couldn't move um at Craster's Keep and stayed with uh Lord Commander Mormont till the end um although I love that that Gren tells John that they started calling Sam Sam the Slayer because he killed another which is a good a good little moment for for Sam that Sam will probably never hear about and um anyway uh after they, they find all that out and John, you know, thinks that Sam is probably dead. Uh, then they, then, uh, Maester Eamon comes in with the, the really bad news and they have to tell him about what has happened at Winterfell because he's saying you guys need to send for reinforcements to, he says to the King, but he means to rob at Winterfell. And they're like, Oh boy, do we have news for you, John? (laughs) And he, they have to tell him that, uh, Winterfell has been burned by Theon and that Bran and Rickon are dead, which is news to John because he thinks he saw.
2: You just forget um, what people don't know or have yeah. made aware of. And it's yeah. so
1: crazy. Like it, you know, when people are trying to catch them up, it's like, what the hell? You know? It's
2: just It's like, oh fuck, that did happen. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah well, it's oh fuck, John doesn't know this
2: happened. And John yeah, doesn't but, know this. Ha- yeah.
0: But John thinks he saw Summer, so he's a little surprised that Bran could possibly be dead, because he's like, I thought I saw Summer. But, well, you're right. So anyway, then they are just like, I guess we should drug him, because this is all too terrible for one person to handle in one day. Sam's dead and his brothers are dead. (laughs) Yeah, did we get any mail on this chapter, Devin?
2: Yes, we did get a piece of mail for this chapter. Um, so from Hair on Discord, um, 12 people back from the fist. Is this a parallel of the last hero, especially with Sam and Gilly returning with a kidnapped child of the others? Oh. Oh, wow. I
1: never thought about that. Is Sam the last hero?
0: That's an interesting thought.
2: Yeah, I never thought of that either until I read that question. I was like, oh, that's. Yeah, a, a very interesting call. Drawing that parallel.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'm feeling very ignorant. Is the last hero, the only last hero I know of is the Terry Pratchett story? Is is, is there like a concept in storytelling? This,
0: this is a concept in, in A Song of Ice and Fire where there is a legend from the long night of the oh. last hero who went out and his, his, like, his horse dies, his dog dies, and he's like all that oh, that's one. left.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. That I totally forgot about that. Maybe? Because
2: well, uh, like, didn't he kind of lead to the Night's Watch being formed?
1: I think so. After, I can't after remember after go, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or, or at least I found the wiki page.
2: I, I was literally doing the same thing, just about to pull it up.
1: <laughs> Legends of the North say the last hero and yep. his companions went in search of the children of the forest during the long night. Blah, blah, blah. The only survivor of the company who, after attacks from giants, whites, and others, the last hero eventually reached the children and gained their assistance. The Night's Watch then formed and won the battle for the dawn. This ended the generation-long winter and sent the others into retreat unknown yeah but
0: the way that the way that it's written it's like the yeah his friends all die his horse or something dies and then his dog dies everybody always kind of thought it was probably going to be john because of the dog thing but i don't know
1: the problem with these is they're always so vague that, you know, which is intentional, yeah. sure, you know, because that way you, you can shape it any way you want. You can interpret it any way you want.
2: Well, and yeah, he can change his mind. It'd be nice if someone could just tell us or finish writing. Yeah.
1: What if someone <laughs> wrote the story? What and No, make... that would be radical.
2: And wouldn't that would be swell?
0: Uh, any other mail, Devin?
2: Uh, that's all I know for this one.
0: Okay. Um, well, if you would like to send us your thoughts or questions on this or any upcoming chapters, actually, it's really nice because Kama um, posts on the subreddit, the Jamie Brienne subreddit, um, what the upcoming chapters are going to be and kind of opens things up for questions, usually about a week or so before we record, if you would like to, to ask questions of your own. Um, you can find us there at uh, reddit.com r slash Jamie um, you can also always send us um, messages and you can do them anonymously on our Tumblr at close the um, Can they email us at Gmail comma?
1: They can. That should
0: all okay. be resolved. All right. So you can email us at close the door and at Gmail.com. And I think we're still on Dora uh, Dora podcast on Twitter. I haven't heard Guile say that she's jumped ship yet. Devin's also over there. If you'd like to yell at him. Yes, (laughs) Um, (laughs) or you can come be one of the like million people who are on blue sky and come find me in comma. And all, as always, we love to have reviews on any platform where you're listening to podcasts. I guess they're closing down stitcher, but you know, Apple or wherever else you're listening. And of course we love our patrons on Patreon who help us keep our hosting fees paid and keep the lights on at the podcast. Um, if there's nothing else from you two, I am closing the door. Oh, I Get had out.
2: One more oh, thing. Oh <laughs>
0: go for it, Devin. Tell me.
2: I was flipping through um, going to the next chapter, and we didn't give Maester Aemon enough credit. Cause this he John points out Maester Aemon sniffed my sniffed his wound again. So like mm-hmm. he's really getting oh. into using his other senses to tell what is going on. This but, is yeah, like he, Daredevil. John points like, out that he yeah, Daredevil t- style like okay my eyes went but everything else is heightened so okay he's doing like
0: (laughs) he's doing like sonar and using his nose we love it well that was a good catch okay now i'm closing the door get
2: out yes